Sahih Muslim. This is a collection of hadith by Imam Muslim. The English translation is by Nasiruddin al Khattab. This audio is narrated by QNS Academy. Sahih Muslim. The Book of the Attributes of the Hypocrites and the Rulings Concerning Them. Chapter on the Attributes of the Hypocrites and the Rulings Concerning Them. Zad bin Arkam said, We set out on a journey with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and the people encountered hardship. Abdullah bin Obay said to his companions, Spend not on those who are with Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, until they desert him. And he, Abdullah bin Obay said, If we return to Al-Madinah, indeed the more honorable will expel therefrom the meaner. I went to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and told him about that, and he sent for Abdullah bin Obay and asked him about that. Abdullah swore a vehement oath saying that he had not said that, and he said, Zad is lying to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. I was very upset about what they said, until Allah revealed confirming what I had said. When the hypocrites come to you, Quran, Surah Al-Munafikun, Chapter 63, Verse 1. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, summoned them so that he could pray for forgiveness for them, but they turned their heads away. And his words, they are as blocks of wood propped up. Quran, Surah Al-Munafikun, Chapter 63, Verse 4. And they were rather good-looking men. It was narrated from Amr that he heard Jabir say, The Prophet, peace be upon him, came to the grave of Abdullah bin Ubay and brought him out of his grave and placed him on his knees and blew on him and dressed him in his own shirt. And Allah knows best. Jabir bin Abdullah said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, came to Abdullah bin Ubay after he had been placed in his grave and he narrated a hadith like that of Sufyan, number 7025. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, when Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul died, his son Abdullah bin Abdullah came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and asked him to give him his shirt so that he could shroud his father in it, and he gave it to him. Then he asked him to offer the funeral prayer for him, and the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, stood up to pray for him. Omar stood up and took hold of the garment of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, will you offer the funeral prayer for him when Allah has forbidden you to pray for him? The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Rather, Allah has given me the choice, as he said, Whether you ask for forgiveness for them or do not ask for forgiveness for them, if you ask for forgiveness for them seventy times. Quran, Surah At-Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 80. And I will do more than that. He said, But he is a hypocrite. Then Allah glorified and exalted is he revealed. And never pray, funeral prayer, for any of them hypocrites who dies nor stand at his grave. Quran, Surah At-Tawbah, chapter 9, verse 84. A similar report as Hadith number 7027 was narrated from Ubaidullah with this chain of narrators, and he added, So he, peace be upon him, stopped praying for them. It was narrated that Ibn Masud said, Three people gathered at the Kaaba. Two Qurashis and a Thakafi, or two Thakafis and a Qurashi. They were lacking in understanding and had large bellies. One of them said, Do you think that Allah can hear what we are saying? Another said, He can hear if we speak loudly, but He cannot hear if we whisper. The last one said, If He can hear us when we speak loudly, then He can hear us when we whisper. Then Allah glorified and exalted is He revealed, and you have not been hiding yourselves in the world, lest your ears and your eyes and your skins should testify against you. 
but you thought that Allah knew not much of what you were doing. Quran, Surah Fusilat, Chapter 41, Verse 22 A similar report as Hadith number 7029 was narrated from Abdullah. It was narrated from Zad bin Thabit that the Prophet peace be upon him went out to Uhud and some of those who were with him came back. Among the companions of the Prophet peace be upon him, there were two groups, one of whom said, We will kill them, and the other group said, No. Then it was revealed, Then what is the matter with you that you are divided into two parties about the hypocrites? Quran, Surah An-Nisa, Chapter 4, Verse 88 A similar report as Hadith number 7031 was narrated from Shoba with this chain of narrators. It was narrated from Abu Sayyid al-Khudri that at the time of the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him, when the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him went out on a campaign, the hypocrites would stay behind, and they would be happy that they were staying behind against the order of the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him. When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came back, they would make excuses and swear oaths and they would like to be praised for what they had not done. Then it was revealed, Think not that those who rejoice in what they have done or brought about and love to be praised for what they have not done, think not you that they are rescued from the torment and for them is a painful torment. Quran, Surah Al-Imran, Chapter 3, Verse 188 Humad bin Abdurrahman bin Auf narrated that Marwan said to his gatekeeper, Go, O Rafi'ah, to Ibn Abbas and say, If every man among us who rejoices in what he has done and loves to be praised for what he has not done is to be punished, then we will all be punished. Ibn Abbas said, What does this verse have to do with you? This verse was revealed concerning the people of the book. Then Ibn Abbas recited, And remember, when Allah took a covenant from those who were given the scripture, Jews and Christians, to make it known and clear to mankind and not to hide it. Quran, Surah Al-Imran, Chapter 3, Verse 187 And Ibn Abbas recited, Think not that those who rejoice in what they have done or brought about and love to be praised for what they have not done. Quran, Surah Al-Imran, Chapter 3, Verse 188 Then Ibn Abbas said, the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked them about something, and they concealed it, and told him something else. And they went out thinking that he thought they had told him what he had asked them about. So they praised themselves and rejoiced over what they had done by concealing from him what he had asked them about. It was narrated that Qas said, I said to Amar, What do you think about what you did with regard to Ali? Was it your own opinion, or was it something that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, enjoined upon you? He said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not enjoin upon us something that he did not enjoin upon all the people. But Hudafa told me that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Among my companions, followers, there are twelve hypocrites, among whom are eight who will not enter paradise until a camel passes through the eye of a needle. A flame of fire will be enough for them, and the other four. I do not remember what Shoba, a narrator, said about them. Footnote, regarding among my companions, followers, there are twelve hypocrites. The meaning is, those who may be considered in my company, as seen in the following version of which it says, my nation in place of companions. It was narrated that Qas bin Obad said, We said to Ahmad, was your fighting based on your opinion? For one's opinion may be right or wrong, or was it something that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, enjoined upon you? He said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, did not enjoin upon us anything that he did not enjoin upon all the people. And he said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
among my nation. Shoba, one of the narrators, said, I think he said, Hodafa told me. Gundar, one of the narrators, said, I think he said, Among my nation there will be twelve hypocrites who will not enter paradise, or even smell its fragrance, until a camel passes through the eye of a needle. A flame of fire will be sufficient for eight of them, a flame of fire that will appear at their backs and protrude through their chests. Abu At-Tufal said there was some dispute between a man among the people of Al-Aqaba and Hudhafa. He said, I adjure you by Allah, how many were the people of Al-Aqaba? The people said to him, Tell him, because he is asking you. He said, We were told that there were fourteen, and if you were one of them, then there were fifteen. I bear witness by Allah that twelve of them were enemies of Allah and his messenger in this life, and on the day when the witnesses will stand forth and three were excused. They will say, We did not hear the caller of the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and we did not know what the people intended. He, peace be upon him, was in a lava field, Hara, and he walked and said, There is little water, no one should go to it before me but he found that some people had gone to it before him, and he cursed them on that day. Footnote, Al-Aqaba. What is mentioned here is not Al-Aqaba located in Mina, where the Muslims from Al-Madina swore allegiance, bayah to the Prophet prior to the Hijrah, rather refers to Al-Aqaba, which was on the road to Tabuk, and was a place where the hypocrites gathered to plot their betrayal against the Prophet, peace be upon him, at Tabuk. It was narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever climbs the mountain pass, the pass of Al-Murar, his sins will be erased as they were erased from the children of Israel. The first ones to climb it were our horsemen, the horsemen of Banu al-Khazraj. Then the rest of the people came. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, All of you are forgiven except the owner of the red camel. We came to him and said, Come, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, will pray for forgiveness for you. He said, By Allah, finding my lost camel is dearer to me than your companion praying for forgiveness for me. He said, He was a man who was looking for his lost camel. It was narrated that Jabir bin Abdullah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Whoever climbs the pass of Al-Murar or Al-Marar, a hadith like that of Muad, number 7039, except that he said he was a Bedouin who had come looking for his lost camel. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, Among us there was a man from Banu al-Najjar who had read al-Baqarah and al-Imran and he used to write for the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He ran away and joined the people of the book and they held him in high regard and they said, This man used to write for Muhammad, peace be upon him, and they liked him. Before long, Allah caused him to die among them and they dug a grave for him and buried him. The next morning, the earth had thrown him out, so they dug a grave and buried him again. The next day, the earth had thrown him out, so they dug a grave and buried him again. The next day, the earth had thrown him out, so they left him unburied. It was narrated from Jabir that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, came from a journey, and when he was close to al Madina, there came a wind that was so strong that a rider could almost be buried in the sand. He said that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, the wind has been sent because of the death of a hypocrite. When he came to Al-Madina, they found out that one of the greatest of hypocrites had died. Ayas said, My father said, We went with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to visit a man who had a fever. I put my hand on him and said, By Allah, I have never seen a man who is hotter than this. The Prophet of Allah, peace be upon him, said, 
Shall I not tell you of one who will be hotter than him on the day of resurrection? These two men who were riding with their backs towards the prophet, peace be upon him, heading away from him, referring to two men who were among his companions at that time. Footnote. They were described as his companions because they made an outward show of being Muslim and being among his companions, but they were not among those who attained the virtue of being his companions. It was narrated from Ibn Umar that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The likeness of the hypocrite is that of a sheep that is confused and roams between two flocks, going to one and then to the other. A similar report as Hadith number 7043 was narrated from Ibn Umar, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, except that he said, it joins one and then the other. Chapter on the Description of the Resurrection and Paradise and Hell It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, A huge fat man will come on the day of resurrection but he will weigh no more than a gnat's wing before Allah. Recite, and on the day of resurrection, we shall assign no weight for them. Quran, Surah Al-Kahf, chapter 18, verse 105. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Masood said, A Jewish scholar came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, or O Abul Qasim, on the day of resurrection, Allah will carry the heavens on one finger the earths on one finger, the mountains and trees on one finger, the water and soil on one finger, and the rest of creation on one finger. Then he will shake them and will say, I am the Sovereign, I am the Sovereign. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, smiled, liking what the Jewish scholar said and confirming it. Then he recited, They made not a just estimate of Allah such as is due to him. And on the day of resurrection, the whole of the earth will be grasped by his hand, and the heavens will be rolled up in his right hand. Glorified is he, and exalted is he, above all that they associate as partners with him. Quran, Surah Az-Zumar, chapter 39, verse 67. It was narrated from Mansur with this chain of narrators. He said, a Jewish scholar came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. A hadith like that of Fudel number 7046. But he did not mention the words, then he will shake them. He said, And I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, smiling so broadly that his molars could be seen, liking what he said and confirming it. Then the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, They made not a just estimate of Allah such as is due to him, and recited the verse. Abdullah said, a man from among the people of the book came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, O Abul Qasim, Allah will take hold of the heavens on one finger, and the earths on one finger, and the trees and soil on one finger, and the creation on one finger, then he will say, I am the Sovereign, I am the Sovereign. He said, And I saw the Prophet, peace be upon him, smiling so broadly that his molars could be seen. Then he, peace be upon him, said, They made not a just estimate of Allah such as is due to him. It was narrated from Al-A'mash with this chain of narrators in a narration similar to number 7048, except that their hadith it says, The trees on one finger, the soil on one finger. In the hadith of Jarir it does not say, and the creation on one finger, but in his hadith it says, the mountains on one finger. In the hadith of Jarir it adds, confirming it and liking what he said. Abu Huraira used to say, 
The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, Allah, blessed and exalted as he, will roll up the heavens in his right hand, then he will say, I am the sovereign. Where are the kings of the earth? Abdullah bin Omar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, Allah, glorified and exalted as he, will roll up the heavens and hold them in his right hand. Then he will say, I am the sovereign. Where are the tyrants? Where are the arrogant? Then he will roll up the earth in his left hand and he will say, I am the sovereign. Where are the tyrants? Where are the arrogant? It was narrated from Ubaidullah bin Miksam that he watched Abdullah bin Umar to see how he narrated that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allah, glorified and exalted as He, will take His heavens and His earths in His hands and will say, I am Allah, clenching and unclenching His fist. I am the Sovereign. And I looked at the mimbar and saw it shaking at the bottom and I thought it would fall with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Omar said, I saw the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, on the mimbar saying, Al-Jabbar, glorified and exalted is he, will take his heavens and his earths in his hands. Then he mentioned a hadith like that of Yaqub, number 7052. Chapter on the beginning of creation and the creation of Adam, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, took my hand and said, Allah, glorified and exalted is he, created the earth on Saturday, and over it he created the mountains on Sunday. He created the trees on Monday. He created things entailing labor on Tuesday. He created light on Wednesday. He scattered the animals in it on Thursday. And he created Adam, peace be upon him, after Asr on Friday the last of creation in the last hour of Friday between Asr and nightfall. Chapter on the Resurrection and Description of the Earth on the Day of Resurrection It was narrated that Sahal bin Sa'ad said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, On the Day of Resurrection, the people will be gathered on an earth that is white with a reddish tinge like a loaf of pure wheat flatbread on which there is no landmark for anyone. It was narrated that Aisha said, I asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, about the verse, on the day when the earth will be changed to another earth, and so will be the heavens. Quran, Surah Ibrahim, chapter 14, verse 48. Where will the people be on that day, O Messenger of Allah? He said, on the Sirat. Chapter on the Welcoming Feast of the People of Paradise it was narrated from Abu Sayyid al-Khudri that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, On the day of resurrection, the earth will be like a single loaf of flatbread, which Al-Jabbar will turn in his hand as one of you turns his bread when he is traveling. A welcoming feast for the people of paradise. A Jewish man came and said, May the Most Merciful bless you, Abu al-Qasim. Shall I not tell you of the welcoming feast for the people of paradise on the day of resurrection? He said, Yes. He said, The earth will be like a single loaf of flatbread, as the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, looked at us and smiled so broadly that his molars could be seen. The Jewish man said, Shall I not tell you of their seasoning? He said, Yes. He said, Their seasoning will be balam and fish. They said, What is this? He said, An ox and fish 
70,000 will eat from the caudate lobe of their livers. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, If ten of the Jews follow me, there will be no Jew left, but he will become Muslim. Chapter on the Jews asking the Prophet, peace be upon him, about the soul and the words of Allah. And they ask you concerning the ruh, the spirit. Quran, Surah Al-Isra, chapter 17, verse 85. It was narrated that Abdullah said, While I was walking with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in a field, and he was leaning on a palm branch, he passed by a group of Jews. They said to one another, Ask him about the soul. They said, Why do you want to ask him about it? He may give an answer that you dislike. They said, Ask him. So one of them stood up and asked him about the soul. The Prophet, peace be upon him, remained silent and did not give any answer, and I knew that revelation was coming to him. I stayed where I was, and when the revelation ended, he, peace be upon him, said, And they ask you concerning the ruh, the spirit. Say, the ruh is one of the things, the knowledge of which is only with my Lord, and of knowledge you, mankind, have been given only a little. Quran, Surah Al-Isra, chapter 17, verse 85. It was narrated that Abdullah said, I was walking with the Prophet, peace be upon him, in a field in al Madinah, a hadith like that of Hafs, number 7059. It was narrated that Abdullah said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, was among the date palms, leaning on a palm branch. Then he mentioned a hadith like the hadith narrated from Al-Amash, number 7059. It was narrated that Khabab said, I was owed a debt by Al-As bin Wa'il, so I went to him and asked for it. He said to me, I will never repay you until you disbelieve in Muhammad, peace be upon him. I said to him, I will never disbelieve in Muhammad, peace be upon him, until you die and are resurrected. He said, Will I be resurrected after I die? I will repay you after I am resurrected if I get wealth and children. Waqiyah said, this is how Al-Amash said it, and these verses were revealed. Have you seen him, who disbelieved in our ayah, and said, I shall certainly be given wealth and children if I will be alive again, up to his saying, and he shall come to us alone? Quran, Surah Maryam, chapter 19, verses 77 to 80. A hadith like that of Waqiyah, Number 7062 was narrated from Al-Amash with this chain of narrators. And in the Hadith of Jarir it says, I was a blacksmith during the Jahliya, and I did some work for Al-As bin Wa'il, and I came to him to ask him to pay me. Chapter on the words of Allah the Most High, and Allah would not punish them while you are amongst them. Quran, Surah Al-Anfal, Chapter 8, Verse 33. Anas bin Malik said, Abu Jahl said, O Allah, if this is truth from you, rain down stones upon us from heaven, or inflict upon us a painful torment. Then this was revealed. And Allah would not punish them while you are amongst them, nor will He punish them while they seek Allah's forgiveness. And why should not Allah punish them while they hinder men from Al-Masjid Al-Haram? Quran, Surah Al-Anfal, Chapter 8, Verses 33-34 Chapter on the words of Allah. Verily, man does transgress because he considers himself self-sufficient. Quran, Surah Al-Alaq, Chapter 96, Verses 6-7 to It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, 
Abu Jahl said, Does Muhammad, peace be upon him, put his face on the ground that is prostrate among you? It was said, Yes. He said, By Allah and Al-Uzza, if I see him doing that, I will stomp on his neck or smear his face with dust. He came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, when he was praying, and he wanted to stomp on his neck, but suddenly they saw him turning upon his heels, trying to shield himself with his hands. It was said to him, What is the matter with you? He said, Between him and I, there is a ditch filled with fire, terror, and wings. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, If he had come near me, the angels would have torn him limb from limb. Then Allah glorified and exalted is he, revealed, and we do not know if this is the hadith of Abu Huraira or something that he conveyed. Nay, verily man does transgress, because he considers himself self-sufficient. Surely to your Lord is the return. Have you seen him who prevents? A slave when he prays? Have you seen if he, Muhammad, peace be upon him, is on the guidance of Allah? Or enjoins piety? Have you seen if he denies and turns away? Meaning Abu Jahl, knows he not that Allah does see what he does. Nay, if he ceases not, we will catch him by the forelock, a lying, sinful forelock. Then let him call upon his council of helpers. We will call out the guards of hell to deal with him. Nay, O Muhammad, peace be upon him, do not obey him. Quran, Surah Al Alaq, Chapter 96, Verses 6 to 19. Chapter on the Smoke, Ad-Dukhan It was narrated that Masruq said, We were sitting with Abdullah and he was lying down among us, when a man came to him and said, O Abu Abdurrahman, there's a storyteller by the gates of Kinda who is telling stories. He claims that the sign of Ad-Dukhan, the smoke, is about to appear and it will take the souls of the disbelievers and it will afflict the believers with something like a cold. Abdullah sat up angrily and said, O people, fear Allah. Whoever among you knows something, let him say what he knows. And whoever does not know, let him say, Allah knows best. For it is more knowledgeable for one of you to say, when he does not know, Allah knows best. Allah glorified and exalted is he, said to his prophet, peace be upon him. Say, No wage do I ask of you for this, the Qur'an, nor am I one of the mutakallifin, those who pretend and fabricate things which do not exist. Quran, Surah Sa'd, chapter 38, verse 86. When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, saw the people ignoring him, he said, O Allah, seven like the seven years of famine of Yusuf. Then they were afflicted with a famine which forced them to eat anything, even animal skins and dead meat because of hunger. One of them would look at the sky and see something like smoke. Then Abu Sufyan came to him and said, O Muhammad, peace be upon him. You have come in joining us to obey Allah and uphold ties of kinship. Your people are dying. Pray to Allah for them. Allah glorified and exalted is he, said, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke, covering the people. This is a painful torment. Quran, Surah Ad-Dukhan, Chapter 44, Verses 10-11 to Up to his saying, Verily, you will revert to disbelief. He said, Can the punishment of the hereafter be averted? On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest seizure, punishment? Verily, we will exact retribution. Quran, Surah Ad-Dukhan, Chapter 44, Verse 16 
The greatest seizure was the day of Badr, so the sign of the smoke has come to pass, as have the greatest seizure, Al-Lizam, the inevitable punishment, and the verses of Ar-Rum. Footnote. This refers to the verses at the beginning of Surah Ar-Rum, which said that Persians had defeated the Byzantines, and the Byzantines would shortly defeat the Persians. It was narrated that Masruq said, A man came to Abdullah and said, I have left a man in the masjid who was interpreting the Qur'an according to his own opinion. He interpreted this verse, The day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke, by saying, On the day of resurrection, a smoke will come to the people which they will inhale, and they will get something like a cold. Abdullah said, Whoever knows something, let him speak of it. And whoever does not know, let him say, Allah knows best. It is a part of a man's understanding of religion when he has no knowledge of it to say, Allah knows best. This verse was revealed because when the Quraysh disobeyed the Prophet, peace be upon him, he prayed against them and prayed for a famine like the famine of Yusuf. And they were so afflicted by severe drought and famine that a man would look at the sky and see something like smoke between him and it because of hunger. They even ate bones. Then a man came to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and said, O Messenger of Allah, pray to Allah for forgiveness for Mudar, for they are dying. He said, For Mudar? You are indeed audacious. So he prayed to Allah for them, and Allah, glorified and exalted as he, revealed, Verily, we shall remove the torment for a while. Verily, you will revert to disbelief. Quran, Surah Ad-Dukhan, Chapter 44, Verse 15 Then it rained, and when relief reached them, they reverted to their former ways. Then Allah glorified and exalted as He revealed, Then wait you for the day when the sky will bring forth a visible smoke, covering the people. This is a painful torment. Quran, Surah Ad-Dukhan, Chapter 44, Verses 10-11 to On the day when we shall seize you with the greatest seizure, punishment, verily we will exact retribution. Quran, Surah Ad-Dukhan, Chapter 44, Verse 16 He said, this refers to the day of Badr. It was narrated that Abdullah said, There are five signs that have come to pass. The smoke, Al-Lizam, the inevitable punishment, the verses of Ar-Rum, the greatest seizure, and the moon. Al-Amash narrated a similar report as number 7068 with this chain of narrators. It was narrated that Ubay bin Qab said, Concerning the saying of Allah, the mighty and sublime, and verily, we will make them taste of the near torment prior to the supreme torment in the hereafter. Quran, Surah As-Sajdah, Chapter 32, Verse 21 The near torment are the calamities of this world, the Byzantines, the great seizure, or the smoke. Shoba was not sure about the great seizure or the smoke. Chapter on the Splitting of the Moon It was narrated that Abdullah said, the moon was split in half during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Bear witness. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Masood said, While we were with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, in Mina, the moon split in two. One half was behind the mountain, and the other in front of it. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Bear witness. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Masood said, The moon split in half during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. The mountain covered one half, and one half was above the mountain. And the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, O Allah, bear witness. 
A similar report as Hadith number 7073 was narrated from Ibn Umar, from the Prophet, peace be upon him. A similar hadith as number 7073 was narrated from Shoba, but in the hadith of Ibn Adi, it says, And he said, Bear witness, bear witness. It was narrated from Anas that the people of Mecca asked the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, to show them a sign, and he showed them the splitting of the moon, twice. A hadith like that of Shaybad, number 7076, was narrated from Anas. It was narrated that Anas said, The moon was split twice. According to the hadith of Abu Dawud, the moon was split during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. It was narrated that Ibn Abbas said, The moon was split during the time of the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. Chapter on the Disbelievers It was narrated that Abu Musa said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, no one is more patient in bearing offensive things that he hears than Allah glorified and exalted is he. Others are associated with him. A son is attributed to him, but he still grants them health and provision. A similar report as hadith number 7080 was narrated from Abu Musa from the Prophet, peace be upon him, except the words, a son is attributed to him, which he did not mention. Abdullah bin Qas said, the messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, there is no one who is more patient in bearing offensive things that he hears than Allah, exalted is he. They ascribe equals to him and attribute a son to him, yet despite that, he grants them provision and health and gives to them. Chapter on the Disbeliever Seeking Ransom with an Earth Full of Gold It was narrated from Anas bin Malik that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Allah, glorified and exalted is He, will say to the least severely punished person in hell, If you had the world and everything in it, would you ransom yourself with it? He will say, Yes. He will say, I asked you for something less than that when you were in the loins of Adam. Peace be upon him. I asked you not to associate anything with me. I think he said, And I would not cause you to enter the fire, but you insisted on shirk, associating others with Allah. Anas bin Malik narrated a similar report as Hadith number 7083 from the Prophet, peace be upon him, except the words, and I would not cause you to enter the fire, which he did not say. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, It will be said to the disbeliever on the day of resurrection, Do you think that if you had an earth full of gold, you would ransom yourself with it? He will say, Yes. It will be said to him, You were asked for something easier than that. A similar report as Hadith number 7086 was narrated from Anas, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, except that he said, It will be said to him, You are lying. You were asked for something that was easier than that. Chapter on The Disbeliever Will Be Driven Upon His Face Anas bin Malik narrated that a man said, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, how will the disbeliever be driven upon his face on the day of resurrection? He said, is not the one who caused him to walk on his legs in this world able to cause him to walk on his face on the day of resurrection? Katada said, Yes, by the might of our Lord. Chapter on the most affluent of people in this world will be dipped in the fire, and the most destitute will be dipped in paradise. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The most affluent of the people in this world of the inhabitants of the fire 
who will be, will be brought on the day of resurrection and dipped once in the fire. Then it will be said, O son of Adam, did you ever see anything good? Did you ever have any pleasure? He will say, No, by Allah, O Lord. Then the most destitute of the people in this world, who will be of the inhabitants of paradise, will be brought and dipped once in paradise, and it will be said to him, O son of Adam, did you ever see anything bad? Did you ever experience any hardship? He will say, No, by Allah, O Lord, I never saw anything bad, and I never experienced any hardship. Chapter on the believer is rewarded for his good deeds in this world and in the hereafter, and the disbeliever is rewarded for his good deeds in this world. It was narrated that Anas bin Malik said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Allah does not treat the believer unjustly with regard to his good deeds. He blesses him because of them in this world, and he will reward him for them in the hereafter. As for the disbeliever, he is fed because of the good deeds that he does for the sake of Allah in this world. Then when he passes on into the hereafter, he will have no good deeds left for which to be rewarded. It was narrated from Anas bin Malik from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, if the disbeliever does a good deed, he is fed because of it in this world. As for the believer, Allah stores up his good deeds for him in the hereafter and grants him provision in accordance with his obedience in this world. A similar hadith as number 7090 was narrated from Anas from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Chapter on the believer is like a plant and the hypocrite and disbeliever are like cedars. It was narrated that Abu Hurairah said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The likeness of the believer is that of a plant which the wind continually causes to sway, and the believer continues to be stricken with calamity. The likeness of the hypocrite is that of a cedar tree which does not move until it is cut down. It was narrated from Az-Zuhri with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 7092. Qa'ab bin Malik said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The likeness of the believer is that of a fresh tender plant which is bent by the wind. The wind bends it flat sometimes and pushes it upright sometimes until his appointed time comes and the likeness of the disbeliever is that of a stiff cedar, not shaken by anything until it is uprooted in one go. It was narrated from Abdurrahman bin Ka'ab bin Malik that his father said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, The likeness of the believer is that of a fresh tender plant which is bent by the wind, and the wind bends it flat sometimes and pushes it upright sometimes, until his appointed time comes, and the likeness of the hypocrite is that of a stiff cedar which is not affected by anything, until it is uprooted in one go. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Ka'ab bin Malik from his father, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, a hadith similar to number 7095, except that Mahmud said in his report from Bishr, the likeness of the disbeliever is that of a cedar. And Ibn Hatim said, the likeness of the hypocrite, as Zuhair said. It was narrated from Abdullah bin Ka'ab bin Malik and Ibn Bashar, it was narrated from the son of Ka'ab bin Malik, from his father, from the Prophet, peace be upon him, a similar hadith as number 7095. They both said in their hadith from Yahya, The likeness of the disbeliever is that of a cedar. Chapter on the likeness of the believer is that of a date palm. Abdullah bin Umar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Among the trees is one whose leaves do not fall, and it is like the Muslim. Tell me what it is. 
the people started to name trees of the desert. Abdullah said, It occurred to me that it was the date palm, but I felt too shy to speak. Then they said, Tell us what it is, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, It is the date palm. I mentioned that to Umar and he said, If you had said it is the date palm, that would have been dearer to me than such and such. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said to his companions one day, Tell me about a tree that is like the believer. The people started to mention various desert trees. Ibn Umar said, It occurred to me that it was the date palm and I wanted to say it, but because the people were so much older than me, I felt shy to speak. When they fell silent, the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, It is the date palm. It was narrated that Mujahid said, I went to Al-Madinah with Ibn Umar, and I did not hear him narrate any hadith from the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, except one. He said, We were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, and some heart of palm was brought to him. And he mentioned a similar report as hadith number 7099. Mujahid said, I heard Ibn Umar say, Some heart of palm was brought to the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. And he mentioned a similar hadith as number 7099. It was narrated that Ibn Umar said, We were with the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, and he said, Tell me of a tree which is like a Muslim. Its leaves do not wither. Ibrahim said, Perhaps Imam Muslim said, It constantly bears fruit. But I also found that someone else said, It does not constantly bear fruit. Ibn Umar said, It occurred to me that it was the date palm, but I saw Abu Bakr and Umar not saying anything, so I did not want to say anything. Then Umar said, If you had said it, that would be dearer to me than such and such. Footnote Ibrahim bin Muhammad bin Sufyan who reported the text from Imam Muslim. Chapter on the mischief of the shaitan and how he sends his troops to tempt people and with every person there is a karin, companion from among the jinn. It was narrated that Jabir said, I heard the Prophet peace be upon him say, The shaitan has been despaired of being worshipped in the Arabian Peninsula, but he will sow seeds of discord among them. It was narrated from Al-Amash with this chain of narrators, a hadith similar to number 7103. It was narrated that Jabir said, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, The throne of Iblis is upon the sea, and he sends out his troops to tempt the people, and the greatest of them in his view is the one who causes the greatest amount of fitna, tribulation, or temptation. It was narrated that Jabir said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Iblis places his throne over the water. Then he sends out his troops, and the one who is closest in status to him is the one who causes the greatest amount of fitna. Tribulation or temptation. One of them comes and says, I have done such and such. And he says, You have not done anything. Then one of them comes and says, I did not leave him until I separated him and his wife. Then he draws him close to him and says, How good you are. Al-Amash said, I think he, peace be upon him, said, and he embraces him. It was narrated from Jabir that he heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, The shaitan sends out his troops and they tempt the people and the greatest of them in status with him is the one who causes the greatest amount of fitna, tribulation, or temptation. It was narrated that Abdullah bin Masood said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There is no one among you but Allah has appointed a companion for him from among the jinn. They said, Even you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, even me, but Allah helped me with him and he became Muslim, so he only tells me to do good.
A similar hadith as number 7108 was narrated from Mansur with the chain of Jarir. But in the hadith of Sufyan it says, There is appointed over him his companion from among the jinn and his companion from among the angels. It was narrated from Urwa that Aisha, the wife of the Prophet peace be upon him, told him that the Messenger of Allah peace be upon him left her house one night. She said, I felt jealous about him. Then he came and saw what I was doing. He said, What is the matter with you, O Aisha? Are you jealous? I said, Why wouldn't one such as me feel jealous about one such as you? The Messenger of Allah peace be upon him said, Has your devil come to you? I said, O Messenger of Allah peace be upon him, Is there a devil with me? He said, Yes. I said, Is there a devil with every person? He said, Yes. I said, Even with you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, Yes, but my Lord helped me with him until he became Muslim. Chapter On No one will enter paradise by virtue of his deeds, rather by the mercy of Allah, exalted is he. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, None of you will ever enter paradise by virtue of his deeds. A man said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with his mercy, but aim to do good. It was narrated from Bukhar bin al-Ashaj with this chain, a hadith similar to number 7111, except that he said, With his mercy and grace. And he did not mention the words, but aimed to do good. It was narrated from Abu Huraira that the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, There is no one whose deeds will gain him admittance to paradise. It was said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Not even me, unless my Lord encompasses me with his mercy. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, There is no one among you whose deeds will save him. They said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah? Peace be upon him. He said, Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with his forgiveness and mercy. Ibn Aoun, a sub-narrator, gestured with his hand like this and pointed to his head. Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with his forgiveness and mercy. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, No one will be saved by virtue of his deeds. They said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah? He said, Not even me, unless Allah saves me with mercy. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, There is no one among you whose deeds will earn him admittance to paradise. They said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with grace and mercy from him. It was narrated that Abu Huraira said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Be moderate and aim to do good and understand that none of you will be saved by virtue of his deeds. They said, O Messenger of Allah, not even you? He said, Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with his mercy and grace. A similar report as Hadith number 7117 was narrated from Jabir, from the Prophet, peace be upon him. A report like that of Ibn Numad was narrated from Al-Amash with both chain of narrators, number 7117 and 7118. A similar report as Hadith number 7117 was narrated from Abu Huraira from the Prophet, peace be upon him, and he added, And be of good cheer. It was narrated that Jabir said, I heard the Prophet, peace be upon him, say, None of you will be admitted to paradise or saved from the fire by virtue of his deeds, not even me, except by mercy from Allah. 
It was narrated that Aisha, the wife of the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, said, Aim to do good and be moderate, and be of good cheer, for none of you will be admitted to paradise by virtue of his deeds. They said, Not even you, O Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him. He said, Not even me, unless Allah encompasses me with his mercy. And remember that the most beloved of deeds to Allah is that which is done with regularity, even if it is small. It was narrated from a hadith similar to number 7112, Musa bin Uqba with this chain of narrators, but he did not mention the phrase, and be of good cheer. Chapter on doing a lot of good deeds and striving hard in worship. It was narrated from Al-Mughira bin Shrabah that the Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed until his feet became swollen. And it was said to him, Why do you burden yourself when Allah has forgiven your past and future sins? He said, Should I not be a thankful slave? Al-Mughira bin Shobah said, The Prophet, peace be upon him, stood in prayer until his feet became swollen and they said, Allah has forgiven your past and future sins. He said, Should I not be a thankful slave? It was narrated that Aisha said, When the Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, prayed, he would stand for so long that his feet became swollen. Aisha said, O Messenger of Allah, are you doing this when Allah has forgiven your past and future sins? He said, O Aisha, should I not be a thankful slave? Chapter on Moderation in Preaching It was narrated that Shakik said, We were sitting at Abdullah's door waiting for him when Yazid bin Muawiyah and Nahai passed by us. We said, Tell him that we are here. He entered upon him, and soon Abdullah came out to us, and he said, I was told that you are here, but nothing prevented me from coming out to you except the fact that I did not want to burden you. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to choose the right time to address us for fear of burdening us. A similar report, as Hadith number 7127, was narrated from Al-Amash with this chain of narrators. It was narrated that Shakib bin Abi Wa'il said, Abdullah used to give us a talk every Thursday, and a man said to him, O Abu Abdurrahman, we love your talks, and we wish that you would give us a talk every day. He said, Nothing prevents me from doing so, except the fact that I do not want to burden you. The Messenger of Allah, peace be upon him, used to choose the right time to address us, for fear of burdening us.